God's promise is true. He will not just give you the vision, but He will see you through. The question is, are you willing to keep faith not only on the peaks of the mountains, but also in the valleys? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May God's peace, mercy and blessings be upon you. Welcome to a brand new show in the talk success with Shamima. This is I, your success coach who's ambition whose mission in life is to help you reach your inspired destiny as a prey motion so you get to achieve the best of both worlds amen if you are one of our old listeners and you've been through the evolution of this program welcome i'm so grateful for you thank you so much for sticking through because it has been quite some time since i uploaded last what happened well if you have been following me on my socials shamima shahjahan on instagram s h a m e m a s h a j a h a n do follow me there if you are not already because i show up there with a message to transform your heart and life every single day so as i was saying if you're following me on my socials you'd know that i recently gave birth to baby raya alhamdulillah it has been an incredibly humbling journey and because of that i was not able to show up to do my work as much as i desired to because one thing we do right in my world is we always pour from overflow so i have to take some time off running the business like i used to in order to fill my cup first so i can serve from a place of gratitude and overflow like i mentioned before and if you are a brand new listener Welcome. I am so grateful for Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala for enabling our paths to cross. Again, like I always say, there are absolutely no accidents. God is intentional. So if you landed on this episode, it's only because God willed you to be listening to my voice right now. And in today's episode, oh my god, today's episode is going to be so special because I'm going to be talking all about leadership. especially when it comes to leading life as a woman in faith and the sponsor for today's episode is none other than one of our own programs reinvent your life masterclass reinvent your life it is happening on thursday 14th september 2023 so if you are listening right now go ahead and purchase your tickets it's a no brainer if you align with the work that i do and you've been sitting on the fence make the move now period make the move now because leaders are decisive they don't sit around with questions and doubts they move with faith consult god about it talk to him about it and make the move i will be talking more about it towards the latter part of today's episode but let's just jump right into it I was thinking about the importance of being a leader and one of the individuals who always inspire me as one of the greatest female leaders I looked up to is none other than the wife of our beloved messenger of God Khadija radiyallahu anha she not only had a great family life a social life but she was also a businesswoman and she used the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave her to bless others and one of the lives who she directly blessed was that of her husband who is also the last and final messenger of God and she never questioned if it was right for her to first and foremost seek the hands of a young man a very young man noble man's hand in marriage despite the fact that she was twice widowed despite the fact she was 25 years older than him according to some narrations no she was a woman who knew what she brought to the table and she was relentless she consulted god and she took the inspired action to move towards her vision and we can see that in her marriage to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam because first and foremost y'all even to send a proposal of such nature being an older woman to a young handsome guy you need guts like even in today's era where people talk about feminism women's right not many women really have that kind of self worth to be able to make such bold courageous move 
decide what is the standard for her life because there were a lot of men who were in fact seeking her hand in marriage. It would have been so much easier to say yes to one of them because people will not have so much opinions about her. But no, she had standards, y'all. She had standards. So she rejected all of them. It was not that she was not interested in marriage because if that was the case, she wouldn't have asked the hands of our beloved prophet in the first place. She was interested in marriage. It's just that the other men who were seeking a hand in marriage were not living up to her standard. And although this is a story I may have shared in one of the previous episodes, and this is one of the facts that's discussed most of the time, today I want to talk about a different scenario in the seerah, in the lifetime of the beloved prophet, وسلم, when the prophet was calling people to Islam, this is in the beginning stages where the foundation of the community of the Muslims, the believers, were still not as strong as it is today. The leaders of Makkah who felt terribly threatened by this young man who seems to say that all the idols that's placed around the Kaaba are false gods, they are to destroy them and just call upon Allah alone. They were threatened for several reasons, ego, whatnot. But also the fact that those idols brought in pilgrims. And guess what the pilgrims bought? The pilgrims bought business. They brought money into the city, into their hands. So if all of a sudden you were to say, okay, all these idols are false gods, these people feared that they are going to go out of business. They're going to go into poverty. They are not listening to the message of the messenger of God because they were too caught up in their head thinking about what would be destroyed in their life if they were to accept this message rather than believing in the promise of God. Because if you truly open your hands and accept the promise of God, there's abundance that's going to be flowing into your life that's going to blow your mind. Just imagine what happened in the life of the witness of the last and final messenger, Halima. Uh, she was in the slowest of donkeys when she was coming to the city to take the child, but she received the last and final messenger of God and guess what happened? Her donkey all of a sudden became the fastest there was. She was leading the caravan. How is that even possible? Um, did the donkey get like a steroid shot? No, it was the abundance that was coming with God and it does not have to make sense to our human intellect because God does not l work in the realm of the logic of the human beings but he works miracles and wonders because he has sovereign, he has complete control over time, space, matter as we know it. So going back to this incident that really fascinates me is when the leaders who were really threatened by the message of the messenger, they decided that they have to pressurize him and make him quit somehow because they tried to bribe him with women, with money, with leadership. Mm -mm, the Prophet ﷺ was not budging. So they said, you know what? Let's take it the hard route. And they decided collectively that they are going to boycott Banu Hashim the tribe from which the Prophet ﷺ came from. And his wife, Khatija ﷺ, did not belong to Bani Hashim. But she decided to go into the valley where they were boycotted towards with the Messenger of God. And guess what? She, the powerful, influential woman, used her contacts to get food inside the valley when no one was doing business with the Banu Hashim. They said that no social interactions, no business transactions or marriage is going to happen between the Banu Hashim until the messenger, until Muhammad وسلم, drops his mission. But Khadija not just backed the messenger up, but she was also so influential, she had the right networks to get food and help the people. This also to say that whenever you're working towards the goal, the mission that God's giving you, it's great to be a businesswoman. It's great to have a high network individuals in your contacts. It's nice to have assets that you can fall back on. But you know what's even better? When all of it is directed 
in the direction of pleasing God and supporting the mission of God, the last and final messenger of God. So if you are a dreamer, if you're a visionary, you're working, you're not seeing the big results that you desire yet, or God is continuing to expand your vision because he is not done with you, don't give up. Don't give up. Because you know that you are team God. You are team God. So you got to keep going till your last breath. Ihsan, because something that I was thinking about yesterday, just yesterday, is I was thinking how much I'm going to miss working after that in Barzakh, just lying there waiting for Qiyamah. Just think about that. Just take a second to visualize. You are six feet beneath the ground. You can no longer move your limbs. You're just waiting. Inshallah, we are having a most expansive, spacious place down there in that realm. We do not fully comprehend in this human understanding yet. But you can necessarily work there. Which goes to say that whatever work that you're doing right now, do not do it for money. Do not do it for fame. Because all of that vanishes once the fleetingness of this world, if I can say it that way, ends. But when you do something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you're just going to be so grateful that you did it for the right things and that you never gave up, that you no, never stopped dreaming, that you loved God to expand your vision. I say love God because whatever ideas, visions that you have is not as a result of your own geniusness, but it's because of God. All good comes from God. So if you have a good idea that's going to improve your life and that of the Ummah, of the Rasul and the world at large, it's because God wants to do good through you. And in relation to this impact that Khadija has left in my heart, one of the du'as that I really make is, Ya Allah, make me so abundant, opulent, rich, because I want to spoil my husband with riches. I want to be that wife. You know what I mean? Quote unquote, that wife, like how Khadija was, like your husband, may Allah protect him from hardship, but he needs help with something. You say, don't worry, I got the contacts. You know, this is what Khadija was doing from the beginning when the Prophet came from Gharhira and say, I think I've been touched by something because he was really afraid after meeting Jibreel, Angel Gabriel. She said, don't worry. She soothed him down and said, I got contacts. And she literally took him to her cousin. And that's what highly influential people do. Impactful people do. They have contacts because they are not just going up on their own. They are going along with the people. So that's a word for somebody, you know. Just keep dreaming and contacting and networking with other people because Nothing happens by accident, which is why I said in the beginning, if you are listening to this episode right now, it is not an accident. Our souls were meant to have this contact point through this podcast episode. And feel free to come and drop a message on Instagram, Shamima Shadahan, or email me. I would love to water this sisterhood, inshallah. And... I want to talk about why I decided to name this masterclass that is happening next Thursday 14th. If you're listening to this episode, let me just put a side point right there. After the 14th of September, but you seem interested and you think that, oh my God, I wish I had not missed it. Do not worry because I am intending to sell the replay of the masterclass, which is going to be just as potent. So come and drop me a DM saying invent and I will make sure that I will take you or me or my team will take you through the process to ensure that the replay gets on your hand inshallah if God is willing. Now I want to talk about leadership and the concept of reinventing your life. Like I mentioned I am a success coach and nothing brings joy to my heart than helping people achieve their inspired destiny. This is a terminology that I use to refer to the vision that God puts in a person's heart. For example, I am a woman living in Sri Lanka in this tiny island on the world map but God has given me a vision to write a book that is to impact lives of people all around the globe. Now that is in my inspired vision. If all goodness is from God and this idea is from God and that's not something actualized yet, it is something that I'm working towards. Yes, your girl is writing a book. 
I've not opened pre-orders yet. When I do, I will let you know. Do not worry. Stay excited. Make dua for me. I truly appreciate all your prayers. I have no words to describe that. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Keep me and my mission and my inspired destiny in your du'as as well. So, likewise, you may be having an idea, whether it be to start a company, start a particular store, or make your hobby into a business. It doesn't matter. I may not be quoting exactly what's in your inspired destiny, but you in your heart know what exactly is in your inspired destiny. And it is my mission to give you the spiritual and practical tools and insights that will help you accelerate towards your inspired destiny and ensure that you are where so you do not miss out any of the richness of the lessons and wisdom that God is going to teach you while not having to suffer as much while not having to suffer as much because some of the lessons that I learned in my life were learned not just over a period of years but it was also learned the hard way with so much of tears crying pain but that's the best part about having a mentor because you get to have the wisdom and the lessons and integrate it and embody it without having to go through the suffering and you can use that time and effort used to learn a lesson to expand and work towards another texture of your personal evolution as a human being it's not that you are learning through a mentor and now you have nothing to do, but you get to grow and expand even further by the will of God. Amen. Now, one of the visions that I had in my inspired destiny in the past was to have a personal brand. But coming from Sri Lanka, it was not something that was accepted in the culture. In fact, for a woman to be seen on social media, or let's say, be on social media was considered this big fitna. In fact, social media itself was a big fitna. My mom did not let me sign up to Facebook using my real name to keep contacts with our relatives who lived abroad at that time because there was no WhatsApp and whatnot. Uh, my mom used to literally dress up and go to an internet cafe to speak to my cousin who lived abroad. Those were days. Those were days. Alhamdulillah, now everything is at the fingertips. But when we got the internet first, my mom did not love me to open a Facebook account under my name because she was afraid that I will become a Christian. And that was actually, <laughs> it's so funny to even say that, that was a fear rooted from an incident that happened around that time when one of the Sri Lankans who had migrated to US, she became a Christian and my mom thought that anyone who enters the realm of Facebook will become a Christian. So that was her level of awareness. It is what it is. But anyway, I always knew that I wanted a platform to speak on. I was meant to speak. I was meant to write. I was meant to transform the masses and I wanted to do it through the vehicle of personal brand this is something that god had always put it never made sense to me several times even i questioned god why am i thinking this way again i just wish i was quote-unquote normal god it took a long time for me to learn to heal and accept myself for who god created me as because everyone around me made me feel that i was wrong for having these ideas this inspired destiny and i bought their quote-unquote truth their fact even i started to believe over time that something is wrong with me why God? Why? Why can't I just be normal? Why can't I just marry and just be a housewife? Why don't I have peace of mind? I used to cry in sujood. Honestly, I used to cry in sujood. Just asking God to not be myself. It's so absurd for this current Shamima to even think of that. But I'm so grateful for that past Shamima who never gave up, who never quit, who held on to faith, you know, just think about the robe of Allah but sometimes she was just hanging by the thread y'all I was literally hanging by the thread there were really really tough days in this journey of actualizing my inspired destiny but that was in the past the past inspired destiny that has now been manifested by the will and grace of God alhamdulillah and at that time my husband really did not like the idea of his wife having a personal brand too because he too thought that it was a fitna and it would just invite more problems into the marriage because that's exactly what our parents were telling that when a woman is successful the marriage cannot work out the marriage just doesn't work if the woman is 
being anything but a housewife where her whole life revolves around cleaning the house the laundry looking after the children and she necessarily should not have a life of her own if she does a uh, mm, red flag red flag make 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 it just doesn't work out it was literally told to my face honestly that if you work or if you do anything that is other than the norm you're going to have problems in your marriage but it is what it is alhamdulillah allah takes us through the journey i'm so grateful for that journey that i went through because it's through that wisdom that i felt now god has equipped me to transform the lives of other people so i just can speak not from the words that i've read from a book or studied in a program but this is my life and this is my truth and no body can make me waver in my mission because this is something that i have to go through this is something that i had to conquer this is my truth this is my story and it's coming from god and i would not let any lie from the devil whether it's coming from the mankind or that of the jinn stop me because you can say that when you are progressing towards your inspired destiny the devil is like mhm shamima i was waiting for this exact moment now i'm going to destroy you i'm going to put fear and worry and problems in your heart so you're going to quit so you can be in regret in the year after but guess who else was waiting for this very moment me i was waiting for this very moment this day where i can speak my truth where i can speak my heart where i can work from home where i can have a baby who is right now sleeping on the bed alhamdulillah to have a supportive husband so i can speak my mind my words to impact the hearts of the people so they can start believing in themselves and they can work towards their inspired destiny me i prayed into this vision i cried into this vision because there were times Honestly I never thought I'm going to get emotional honestly there were times that I thought it was never impossible for me I thought it was impossible for me to fulfill this inspired destiny that Allah has put in my heart unless I leave my husband because I never thought how his heart could change wherever you are leading the inspired destiny that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you it's not about being a rebel like the satan You know you are a good-hearted person. You know that the vision that's in your heart is from Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is the betterment for your life, for your loved ones and the world at large. You know that. Sometimes the people in your family will not know that because they cannot see the vision that you can see so clearly in your mind's eye. They want you to be safe. They're not your enemies. They think you're going to hurt themselves and maybe they are people pleasers and maybe they are people pleasers and they do not want you to have a quote-unquote bad name from those people they don't even like uh, oh my god i never got that logic by the way they're trying so hard to please the people they don't even like <sighs> subhanallah just have no words for that i never thought it was possible for me there were times i can remember there was a lecture that i went to and during the q and a i asked about getting the support of the spouse and i was saying my husband doesn't really understand between long distance back then because he was a student back in Malaysia and I was a student here in Sri Lanka I was talking to the sheikh and asking his advice during the Q&A session and there was a sister who got up from the back and she said well all arguments can be avoided when you just talk and communicate through with your spouse and you know what I thought mm, easy for her she does not understand she just does not understand because it's even hard for me to have a conversation with my husband because um guess what we are doing long distance and i got a text and uh it's it was a whole other world alhamdulillah i'm glad that it passed it too shall pass and it passed and i'm so grateful to be on the other side of my life alhamdulillah but there was a time when i ne- thought that my inspired destiny was not possible because i could not perceive in my human comprehension how this was going to happen unless god opens up a miracle in my life and that's exactly what he did because god's promise is true he will not just give you the vision but he will see you through the question is are you willing to keep faith not only on the peaks of the mountains but also in the valleys that's the reason why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shares stories in the quran not so that it's not boring with all the technical things so he can keep you entertained because he wants you to reflect because god is available for you whether you are above the seven heavens when the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam went on isra and miraj everything was happening up in the air 
He is there with you. Or even if you are in the depths of the ocean, stuck and squeezed inside the belly of a whale, like Yunus a.s., God is with you. He is al-qareeb. He is with you. So what I wanted to create this personal development brand infused with faith, have my personal brand and all these things. Because there was a time even my husband did not have me to have a podcast channel because forget about putting my face up there in the world. He did not even want my voice out there in the world. Then I made this dua. Allah moved me to make this dua. I said, Ya Allah, I don't want to just do these things. But I also want my husband to have peace of heart. I want him to have peace of mind. Give him the peace of heart. Give him the peace of mind. I want him to be proud of his wife. I want him to be genuinely happy for me. I want him to become my biggest supporter. That even when the naysayers come and share the problems they have with how I live my life, my husband is going to back me up. Slowly but surely, that transformation did happen. Alhamdulillah. I literally have like goosebumps all over my body just thinking about this. Subhanallah. The lesson I learned from this, honestly, and what I want you to take away from this podcast episode as well, is that sometimes, although your husband is the qawwam, he is the leader of the family, he is not the leader of your life. There is no one to whom you owe obedience over the obedience to the Creator, your Maker, your Lord, to whom you shall return. And He tells us the truth so plainly, God Almighty, that, you know, on the Day of Judgment, no matter how loving your husband is, no matter how attached your children are, guess what? They're all just going to be running away from you on the Day of Judgment. <laughs> they are going to be running away from you. So you better accept that reality, internalize it, and live life accordingly. So you're not surprised. Uh, God will say, I told you, I told you, just because you didn't heed, that's not my problem. So take heed today, so we are not surprised tomorrow. So we can prepare today for tomorrow. Because one of the du'as that I make, and one of the things that I keep telling my husband is, I pray that we are not in a position where we are fighting with each other to grab each other's deeds. Like, hey, remember on this day, I can see in my record that you broke my heart. You said this to me, Ya Allah, I want like 10 points from my husband. I don't want to be that. I want to be under the arch, under the shade of God's throne. I want to be those who whose heart is reassured on that day because I prepared myself for that day, day in, day out. And now my heart can truly be at peace. Because no matter how good your life is in this dunya, no matter there is no financial difficulty, there is no one necessarily breaking your heart and you're struggling to forgive and not be triggered, you miss home, don't you? You just miss going back to Allah. Like you're just happy with this dunya, but you're done with this dunya at the same time. You just want to go home. You just want to be with God. You want to be closer to Him. You're done with this human realm. Although there is no problems in this life. So your husband is your qawwam, but this inspired destiny that God put in you, it's not for you to dismiss, but it is for you to respond. Because only by your response to the inspired destiny that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is putting in your heart can He bring out your full potential. And guess what that unlocks? It unlocks abundance upon abundance, blessings upon blessings, not just on your life, but even that of your loved ones. And another incident of my life that I had to lead through is moving out. We used to live with our parents, my husband and I, after we moved out. And we necessarily did not have any problem except that I desired in my heart that it is ready for me to break some generational chains. It, I'm ready, my Lord, to shift the paradigm so that we can set a standard for our life. So that we are free to follow our inspired destiny with minimal friction. But my husband said, not, no, now, now it's not the time where everything is fine. We are living with our parents. Everything is taken care of. What will happen to the finances when we move out is just going to expand. So there is no necessary need for us to move out. But then I realized, no, that's not an option because God has informed me very clearly that I have to move out. So this was a mission that God placed in my inspired destiny. And you know one of the things that increase the risk, that increase sustenance, marriage. And I understand it from a different light now because God can put different things in the visions of different people 
and when you follow that vision the other person gets blessed as well so when i moved out after talking with the elders of the family and having that difficult conversation because i was a big people pleaser and i wasn't as confident as i am today several years from that day from the pashimima because i would have done things so much differently today because of the maturity i get to experience and hold today because of the difficult paths and roads that i was willing to cross in the past when i moved out with my husband even my husband was able to taste the sweetness and the richness of that decision that was inspired by god you become a means through which the blessing of god reaches other people as well so whatever dream that you have in your heart right now whether it be to expand your business whether it be to invest in a coaching program so you get the support that you desire so you are supported you are led you are held your awareness is expanded your spouse your parents they may not understand like people who you really desire to be in your support system they may not understand because this game that god wants you to play in this life right now he chose you to be the main character he wants you to lead this which is why it's important for you to step into your self leadership and take responsibility you cannot be sitting around and waiting for mama and papa and hubby na ah there are some battles there are some missions that god gives to you and you need to be willing to step up to the game and take responsibility for your life and treat success as your duty because life is no joke because you sitting around and questioning your inspired destiny guess who else is missing out rather than your directly linked loved ones but also the generations of people whose lives you could have impacted if you had answered the calling and taken the risk and bet on yourself and trusted god deeply maybe for some of you like yesterday the other day i went live on instagram and i asked if anyone is on the fence about joining this masterclass just speak to me about it and one of the sisters messaged that she was on the fence because she has never made an investment before on her personal development well girl you got to start somewhere you got to start somewhere my first big investment at that time was $19 it was so big for me $19 honestly that my body couldn't take it i made the payment and i literally rushed to the washroom because i got loose bubbles just right there <laughs> for $19 because $19 converted to sri lankan rupees was around 19000 and no one in my family has ever spent on their personal development i spent $19 to sit in a zoom room one amongst 6000 people in a boot camp but Alhamdulillah till today I have invested over a million rupees Sri Lankan rupees even during the pandemic that Shamima who literally had loose bowels spending 18000 rupees on her personal development to be one among 6000 in a boot camp because she was willing to take the risk there she was able to spend over million Sri Lankan rupees during the pandemic The question is are you willing to start or are you saying one day one day one day today gets to be day 1 in the name of god in the name of god who witnesses in the name of god who is there throughout the journey in the name of god who responds al mujib al hadi in the name of god who is capable of holding you at your weakest moments al maula your helper your guide who has perfect capacity and strength and qawi because for you to be a true leader it is to be a great follower of god almighty to be a great leader is to be in followership towards god almighty and that means that you got to act with faith even when there is no evidence i am writing a book right now like i mentioned before i have no evidence that this book is going to work out that this is going to be a best seller nobody has paid me in advance and said just write a book we will take care of all the marketing and publishing there's no one who is backing me up except god and the vision that he's given and i'm willing to go because i have done it before and now i have enough evidence that god will never leave me alone because i was willing to one day 
say today is going to be day one. Maybe you had your day one before as well. So take those moments from your past and milk them. Milk them for the truths that they give, the evidences that they give in your life that God is good and God is there for you. Me starting this podcast one day, when I had hit record and I was like, no, I wasn't like that, let me not. Kid, because I know this is what God put in my dream. There were days where I used to be just holding a comb and speaking to an empty room, thinking that there are so much of people who I am talking to. It started there. I did there a thousand times, speaking to myself in the mirror in the washroom, speaking to myself all alone in the bathroom, in front of the mirror. And then when I finally bought a mic and I decided that I am going to start a podcast channel, words just flowed just like that. Because I've been practicing in my mind. I've been living the vision. I took one step at a time. But you just got to start somewhere. For me, one day was believing, okay, maybe I get to be a speaker. Let me pick up my comb and stand in front of the mirror and speak to me. That was a step. And then maybe let me buy a mic. Maybe let me speak on Instagram. Which is why it's important to look for God, not just in the big decisions of your life, but also the small things in the details. Every single twist and turns in your life is happening by the will of God. Every single breath that's in your lung is by the will of God. When God's will stops, you will not breathe and you would die. You've got to learn to honor every single breath because every single breath is accompanied by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So look for God, not just in the big things that's happening in your life, like a move, a migration, marriage, quitting your job, starting a business. But look for God in the details as well. Because he says that not even a leaf falls from the tree, that he's aware of it. He's aware of a black ant on a black stone on a dark night, a mustard seed that's so small, somewhere falling around. He's aware of it all. So what makes you think that you are insignificant? You're so much bigger than a mustard seed. Come on. If God can use that analogy, just think about you. See God in every turning of your heart because Allah is مقلب القلوب and مصرف القلوب. You know this famous dua, Ya مقلب القلوب ثبت قلبي على دينك Ya مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك God turns your heart. So any idea that you have, it's no accident. Anything that you feel inclined to, that's no accident. Anything that you stumble upon, coincidence, nah, it is God. You know, there was this quote that I read somewhere that said that coincidence is when God decides to stay anonymous. It's God, God, God. See Allah in every single thing. You're listening to this podcast episode. It's God. It's His will that you need to listen to these words right here, right now. And when I was writing the script for this episode, I asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, what do you have me say, God? What do you have me say? Use me, use my words to move the hearts and allow it to transform people. Allow transformation to reach people through me. Amen. And you got to start falling in love with bettering yourself. And sometimes we think that us following our inspired destiny, we are doing a favor to God. But guess what God says in the next ayah after he reveals the primary purpose that he has for our existence on this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his last and final revealed book, the Quran, in Surah Al-Dhariyat, chapter number 51, verse 56, وَمَا خَلَقَتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I did not create jinn and humans except to worship me. مَا أُرِيدُ مِنْهُمْ مِنْ رِزْقٍ وَمَا أُرِيدُ أَنْ يُطْعِمُونَ I seek no provision from them, nor do I need them to feed me. God needs no sustenance from us. God does not need to be fed through us. He gets nothing by us, the whole universe, worshipping Him. In 
Indeed, Allah alone is the supreme provider, Lord of all power, ever mighty. He is Dhul Mateen. The stronghold, the firm, he needs no one, and he is a razzaq He is the provider, and we are provided for by him. So don't be for a second think that we are doing God a favor by answering our inspired destiny. It's God's grace that he is blessing us with the ideas that he is giving us. It's God's grace that he is leading us towards the different things that he is leading us towards to. Whether it be this podcast episode, whether it be this random Instagram page that you followed and you came across today, whether it be a reel that touched your heart, everything is God. There is absolutely no accident that's happening in your life. So you need to start answering this call that God is placing in your heart. It's time that you start accepting the signs that God has been giving you. You should stop disqualifying yourself that you're not in the right country, you don't have the money, I don't have the perfect husband, I don't have the perfect society. Because God has given you the free will and with the free will, you already know that God is on your side. You create the circumstances that you desire. You are the creator of circumstances by the will and grace of God Almighty. Because he has gifted you with a free will. So a lot room for God to move in your life. But for that first you need to believe and accept. You need to accept the inspired destiny and stop disqualifying yourself that it's not possible for you because na 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 Noise. Noise. It's not the truth. It may be the truth for you right now because of your subconscious conditioning. So you need to decide to shift your subconscious conditioning and create a new success blueprint. This is exactly what we will be doing in the upcoming workshop on the 14th of September 2023, Reinvent Your Life. It will be workshop style where you are literally going to walk away with a success blueprint for you to act on. That's right, actionable steps with a strategic plan that's going to take you towards your inspired destiny in a matter of just two hours. That's how potent this program is going to be. That's why you need to make sure you purchase the ticket and you get a chair to be on the table where these high-level conversations are taking place. Because ask yourself the question, how different will your life look like when you go all in? When you are willing and loving God to push you to the edge, reinvent your life. One of my coaches used to say, it's like jumping into space and knowing that the universe will catch me. Of course, we don't believe that the universe has any power or the universe can do anything to us except by the will of God. So do you truly embody your faith when you say that you can be pushed from the edge and you know, you know, and you know, and you know that God will catch you? Go to this point in your life where you, you just go all in. You follow all the ideas that God's giving you. And then you say, what now, God? Have you ever reached the point of what now where you have acted on all the inspired action and now you are empty and you're going to God and you're presenting all your efforts and you say, God, accept it from me. What now? Have you ever given yourself the opportunity to go to that space, that edge of what now? Or are you allowing your ideas the visions that God is giving you to sediment in you, making you stagnant, putting dis-ease in you. Because well-being is expressed, ideas are expressed. The very fact that you are not responding to the call God is giving you because you are not acting in faith. It's easy to speak in faith than it is to act in faith. But is faith really faith if it is not manifested in your actions. Because everyone can say, God, I believe in you. God, I know you will be there for me. But do your actions show that? Because if you're not, your inaction is keeping you rooted in your current reality when you know that God has a bigger plan for you. When God has a more fertile land available for you just for you because there are some people who are meant to be touched only through you and unless you come through they'll be waiting too whether it be your spouse whether it be your children just forget about thinking about these different peoples in the world it starts with your immediate family that you truly care about that you truly want to be successful and share your success with and wanting more in life and wanting to move towards your inspired destiny has nothing to do with being in gratitude in the present, in the now. It has everything to do with the gratitude. That you give thanks to God 
for being chosen, for being gifted with this idea, and for the opportunity to serve his cause and be a Mubarak person. But at the same time, collect all these resources that God has given you so you can serve in his cause more. Enjoy the now while swaying for tomorrow. It's not a story about starvation, but a story of salvation. You can say, but I don't have the time, I don't have this, I don't have the energy, I don't have... Mm-mm. Because energy is not created or destroyed, it is released. That potential already resides within you. Just think about the person who goes to the gym for the first time and the coach says, okay, do 20 push-ups in one go. And like, oh my God, I can't even do one push-up. Just because you can't do one push-up on day one doesn't mean the potential to do 20 push-ups in one go doesn't reside within you. The question is, are you willing to go through the training? Are you willing to be prepared? And in life, are you willing to be prepared by God? Are you willing to go through the training of your character and your soul? Because the truth is your highest capacity is already within you and it's a matter of using your free will to choose that it gets to be expressed in this world rather than just die as a possibility that you will have immense regret for in the hereafter when God shows you what you could have become. But even when you don't attain your highest capacity, if you had tried, God is so just and God is so merciful and generous al Karim that we believe that He can bless us as if we had actualized our full potential because we tried and we gave it our best. Due to our human weakness, we couldn't reach the high and God will fill that gap with His infinite mercy. But are we even leading ourselves to that position where we are doing our level best? Don't dismiss the reality that's available for you. Do not disqualify yourself. Lead. Lead. If Satan is distracting you, become the weapon against the devil in your life and that of others. Because the devil ain't touching my daughter. The devil ain't going to make her question her self-worth and the help of God that's available for her. I'm not loving that. Not under my watch. Not upon my life. Not that of my daughter. Not for my loved ones. And I'm extending from the overflow of filling my cup to that of the other people's life. I get to touch through the vehicle of my social media, of my personal brand. This is what I'm all about as a success coach. Helping people believe in themselves even more. Deepening their intimacy with God and walking as a prayer in motion to fulfill their inspired destiny. So they get to taste and experience the success of both worlds in the name of God. Amen. So don't dismiss. A parallel reality is available for you with God. And you will not achieve it unless you are willing to even give it a try. So take the chance. It gets to be day one or one day. And let today be day one. And if my word has touched your heart, I sincerely urge you and implore you to get a seat in the room on the 14th of September 2023. Reinvent your life. Don't say this investment on personal development does not make sense to my parents, my husband. Nuh-uh. Because when I paid over a million rupees during the pandemic on my personal development to get mentorship, it did not make sense to my husband. But I decided, you know what? I'm not going to ask his permission. I'm going to tell him, you got to trust me because I know what I'm doing. I know you want to keep me safe. I know it is a big risk, but let me tell you that I'm a worthy risk. Because I am willing to bet on myself. I am willing to give it a try and see where God is leading me. It doesn't matter if I don't make the money back the next month or the next year even. It's not the money game. It's a growth game. It's an evolution game. It is a faith game. It is walking life as prayer in motion with God as my companion. So it's okay if it does not make sense to others because they do not see the vision that God placed in you. When you know you are accountable for it, you are responsible for it. Because what will you answer when the God said, Didn't I give you the idea, Shamima? Why didn't you act on it? I can't say, Well, God, I was afraid. Didn't I tell you that I will be there for you whenever you call upon me? That I will respond, Yes, God, I know about it. Then why didn't you take the step of faith? <sighs> what will I respond to Allah when He asks me that? So I am willing to go to the edge, my Lord. Even if this journey of taking risk upon risk and following my inspired destiny, looking like a fool to my loved ones, is going to push me to the edge and I'm going to lose my life on it. I have nothing to regret because even if I die, I will fall in your hands, my Lord. I will be returning back to you. I will be coming back home. That's more safer 
than this world. I know what you've prepared for me because of my faith in you. Not just the words that I declared, but the actions that I took to prove my faith when it was hard to lift my body from the bed. I came, I walked in faith, my Lord, because I wanted to live a life honoring the inspiration that you placed in my soul. I know you would not leave me alone. I am willing to bet on myself because I believe in your promises over my own capability. I know that the vision that you gave was for a reason, that the God who gave you the dream will give you the means to achieve it. That was my reality. It doesn't matter if there is any evidence that is saying that things are working on my behalf. Because you told me that I got to believe in the unseen. And my future right now is in the world of unseen for my limited human comprehension, my Lord. But you are Al-Qabi. You are my Rabb who is going to sustain me from the beginning to the end. And with faith in you, I walk. I make the decision. I take the risks. God, you gave the dream. And I acknowledge my responsibility. People may need evidence, but this vision is real for me. So if I can see it in my mind's eye, with your will, it can manifest into the physical world. Amen. It's only possible for us when we step into our leadership, the leader that God created you and I, and step out of the victim mindset. And if we are sitting around questioning our worthy, and if it is worthy, then no, you are falling for the trick of the devil because that's what he wanted in the first place, for you to feel unworthy. He never thought that we human beings are worthy like him who is made out of fire because we were made out of clay. But no, we are not walking the game of whether we are made of clay or whether we are made of fire. We are walking a life of obedience of God. That's what it is. It doesn't matter whether we are in the state of clay, whether we are in the state of the soul. Come what may, obedience to God, obedience to God, obedience to God. Don't make answer in your calling about making money. Will I become a millionaire by 30 or not? Will I buy my own house or be able to buy this car or go on this luxurious trip? It's not about that. If that happens, alhamdulillah, all praise and glory be to God, all praise and thanks be to God it's by his will but it's not a matter of getting all these things in this dunya that will just destroy and become dust but it's about obedience to God that is going to bear fruits in our life and that of our progeny because the world needs us and because we want to be chosen by God we need to walk in faith so that's it from me today this is me your success coach Shamima Shadahan I sincerely hope and pray that you will get a seed in the upcoming masterclass reinvent your life if you're listening on a later date you can get access to the replay do follow me on instagram shamima shadahan if you're listening if this touched you screenshot it share it on your stories tag me shamima shadahan s-h-a-m-e-e-m-a-s-h-a-j-a-h-a-n and do sign up for our newsletter i'll be dropping all the links in the description inshallah i will see you in a brand new episode in the near future till then assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh may god peace, mercy and blessings be upon you.